0: Welcome to the Pops Culture Podcast. see you looking at my girl over here why boy, you the about this girl over here keep your eyes over there it is keep when you stare hey i see you waiting over there see you hey. checking over there mm-hmm. thinking about your own life why you talking about the younger babe i miss doing my thing if you know what i mean get it right anything they know and anything they know the deal look for real i miss doing my thing if you know what i mean get it right
1: we are back. It's been a while. We've both been really busy people. Yes. And now it's back to school time.
2: Back to school. Back to football.
1: Yeah, how's your boy? So your your boy's doing football. He's a fifth grader. So he's what, yeah, seven?
2: He's, starts fifth grade. No. He, he he's nine.
1: Ten. Ten. Jeez. He'll be eleven yeah, five in December. Yeah. I got thinking five and then two, but it's actually five and five. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why I thought five. I was like, he's way more than seven. Yeah, ten. So how's he doing with football?
2: He's good he's good it's it's hard right now with all the, the air
1: yeah for those of you who don't know the, as the as the recording of this goes there's about 3,000 wildfires going on in, in California we're basically uh, we're basically um, the surface of the Sun at this point <laughs> the surface of the sun is yeah just, just, the California's is mercury it's just smoke yeah it's every every morning it's like, if this was... it's
2: like a, a 1970s Vegas casino when you <laughs> walk outside because every
1: <laughs> every morning to me is like I understand now. Like a lot of the biblical stories about the sun being on fire, mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah, here's the, it's like it's like it'll be like Luke Skywalker. He waiting for the other sun to rise. <laughs> exactly, so red. Yeah, but yeah. So it's terrible. How are they getting by with all the, the air quality? It's, like
2: yeah, it's it's so. Uh, this is, this will be my my boy's third season playing right. football. Are you, you're you're coaching, right? Yeah, this okay. year I'm, I'm I got to coach we're making like schedule and getting it in with the with the baby but uh cuz it's you know, when you're when you agree to coach it's a it's basically a full-time job.
1: Yes it is. You and I both have done it yeah. many times.
2: So, I'm coaching and then you know it's supposed to be practice from 5:30 to 8 every 4 days a week. And then uh at about three o'clock every day we wait for an email from the league to see if we can practice that night or if the API the air pollution index is too high and then they email everybody and say no practice <laughs> but then the coaches are like we need to practice because we're supposed to have a scrimmage on Saturday and so because it's weird because like it'll just be our commissioner or whatever will email so some teams will just say practice and so, like, so other teams in the league will practice and we won't be practicing. So and the coaches are like, well, if they're going to practice, we need to do something. So they'll scramble around and try and find an indoor place that we can practice at. So, Not a bad idea. Yeah. We were at Cal Fit up in Rockland nice. last you know, yesterday. And then today we were at the arena softball place out in Roseville. Oh, yeah. And so both those, you know, it's cool. But then, like, was it Monday? or I think it was Monday. They were, like, scrambling late to find a place. So we got to this place, and it was literally, like, a warehouse with a roll-up door. And, like, it was, like, it's a 20-yard my- 20 by twenty, a 20 yard by 20-yard swatch of old turf in inside this warehouse. Awesome. And, like... Love it. You know, they were obviously using it for, like, softball and pitching and, and batting because they had the nets hanging.
1: Oh, right, right. So...
2: But they got the, the roll-up doors up and they got the huge, you know, warehouse fan blowing the air from the outside in to keep it cool inside because it's like literally a hundred. No, just a fan.
0: Oh, okay. just a
2: huge fan. And uh, so I'm like, <laughs> why? Why? Why are we in here? Why? Why yeah. are we just out on the field? Because
1: just as bad.
2: Yeah. But yeah, so it's this is the first year I've really seen a circus like this for the first, what, three weeks of practice ever since the. The fires have been going crazy out there.
1: Remember when we played at Sierra, and it was raining so hard one day, they didn't want us to mess up the field. So we had to practice in the rain on the basketball court. Yeah. And people were falling in the concrete because <laughs> it was so wet. <laughs> and it was like, why? we can't yeah. mess up the field, but let's get everybody on the team hurt. Oh,
2: my God. That was so ridiculous. Yeah, this is so stupid. Sierra was crazy. I think back this, the, this some of the stuff we did there, like, it's because we were there when we were when we played football at Sierra, the Niners still had spring yeah. camp there. Yep. And so <laughs> we were the Sierra College football team, but we were the second fiddle to the Niners, right? So they would get out and they'd get the nine o'clock nice early morning practice where it's still like cool off. And then we'd hit like the one PM where it's like a hundred and five and we're running out there.
1: At least they left us their shoes. <laughs> We got and Gatorade and old
2: gloves and uh, Gatorades and Gatorades. Yeah. But still yeah. that was funny.
1: I worked that memory. I don't know if you remember if I worked, I worked at camp. Yeah. Mo and I did yeah. that camp. And um, a lot
2: of guys on the team work security for that. Yeah. But I got to you do that crazy do more, thing yeah. where I
1: actually got to play. Like, so Eric and I had both played at Sierra college was a JC here and I was a center on our team. And because of that, the 49ers were like, Hey, we need someone to snap the ball to the quarterbacks when the linemen are working separately and the, we need the centers. So do you have a center? And I just happen to be a center and I was working security because all the football players work security. So I got to go on the field and snap the ball to Steve Young and Elvis Gerbach and Gino Toretta. And I forget the other guy. I forget who it was, but it was cool. Yeah. Odd side note. I ended up talking to Elvis Gerbach about a week and a half, two weeks ago on another, another thing I do. And I reminded him of who I was. He doesn't quite remember me, but I want to be like, you were a dick the <laughs> entire time. Anytime I would, I would snap him the ball, a left-handed snap. So the, so the laces would be on his left hand. Yeah. Because L- L- Steve young was left-handed. Like I would forget and just snap at the Gerbach or left-handed. He'd get pissed at me. And I was just like, dude, You're not the first string quarterback. I'm sorry if I do shit for him, not you. But but anyway, yeah, he he was super cool. I talked to him a couple weeks ago. I was like, all right, you were probably 22 and an asshole, so I'm just gonna let it go. But I remember there was one practice, dude. It was so crazy. I grew up in the Bay Area. I was never a Niners fan. I was a Raider fan, but like I liked the Niners because they're a different division. And it was like whatever. My mom was a Niners fan, so like it was like I hated the Niners, like a lot of Raider fans. Yeah, I was I always rooted for them in the Super Bowls, like you know whatever. Um. I was out there, and Steve Young goes, "Hey, Gabe, can you do me a favor?" And I was like, "Uh, yes, Steve Young. Anything?" And he was just like, "Can you come out uh, once everyone goes back in? Can you stay on the field with me and Coach Walsh and work on? I need to work on some stuff." I'm like, "I'm literally like, you want me to go on the field with you and Bill Walsh alone and snap you the football?" Yes, I'll do that. No problem, Steve Young. <laughs> And like because and Bill, Walsh, schedule. yeah, because George Sievert was coaching, but Bill Walsh was like the consultant yeah, coach. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I'm out there, and he's talking about drops with Steve Young, and then, does it get crazier. Steve goes, "All right, I might need a little bit of different action." And Coach Bill Walsh goes, "Hey, Gabe, can you run some out patterns after you hike the ball?" <laughs> no, Bill Walsh. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs>
0: you know yes yes i will <laughs> they'll be slow out yeah i'm but they yeah will be there. yeah i'm not gonna get this. i'm not
1: gonna have that that's that jerry rice timing but i'll be there so i'm snapping the ball to steve young while bill walsh is watching me run out routes for yeah. steve young oh, yeah hilarious. and then on the way back to the to the to the locker room i told him how i always had wanted to play quarterback he's like you're pretty big for a quarterback and I, and I swear to god i was like you're short for a quarterback <laughs> He was like, that's a good
2: point <laughs> That's awesome. He was
1: like the nicest guy like ever met in sports. He was so cool. Yeah, yeah, he was super cool. That's cool. Mormons always nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are crazy times, man. We had fun at Sierra. Yeah, and that's like not crazy in the way most people describe their colleges. Just crazy in a way of like the people we met and the way we. I don't know. There's something. I think we're the last generation. Maybe not. I don't know. I haven't really hung out with any football players, but we're like. I felt like we're like the last generation of really strange people in football like now it seems like everybody's like an optimized athlete for sure when back then even when we played a little bit you could not be the best athlete but have a lot of balls and, yeah. and get away with, yeah. with doing well like mm-hmm. there's guys like back then it was like i'm not really talented are you fast yeah are you afraid of contact no you're a wedge breaker <laughs> exactly and it's cool i'm gonna run down and throw my body at people yep. and it was like fun to do yep i don't see a lot of that anymore because like, they don't allow it i yeah, mean they, you gotta see it with coaching right the game's and, changing completely It's hard to watch. I, I, dude, I I haven't watched football in so long that uh, my friend texted me the other day and he was like, "Dude, this game's ridiculous." I was like, "What are you talking about,
2: game?" Yeah, he's like, (laughs) he's like, he's like, the Hall
1: of Fame game was on. I was like, I had no idea. I didn't even realize it was football season. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And I think because I remember
2: like well when I was playing for Sierra, it's it's probably one of like maybe probably right when I started playing football in high school.
1: You started late too, right? Yeah, I started.
2: Yeah. I didn't get into high school football until I was uh, at the end of my sophomore year. So
1: and you never played pop Warner.
2: Nope. Okay. That yeah. was the first time I ever played when I was a junior in high school, and I think if it was, it's crazy because I, I feel like if I was at a big high school with like a team that actually cut kids, <laughs> I wouldn't. They wouldn't have. You know, I would have yeah. gotten cut, and I probably would have never ever played football again. But like we were, it was a smaller high school, and so they they kept me on and then, you know, that was, that was a wrap. I, you know, loved football and that's what I was going to talk about. Like, like I found football and I love it so much. And then I feel like for a, a while there, I was like fanatical about it.
1: Playing it or watching it? Playing
2: it and watching it. Like I found myself like, you know, digging and learning everything I could about it. And then come Sunday, like it's all I would think about. And it's all I wanted to watch on TV. And, you know, that. And then I think of like now, like I, because I'm a, a Bills fan. And so the height of my, probably the height of my fanaticism about, you know, football in general. I mean, I still love football, but not to that level. Right. So my height of fanaticism. Probably came, like, in the early 90s. And so I got to watch, you know, my favorite football
1: team go to four Super Bowls and lose. And, but, like... It's such a weird thing, though, because people say that in a way of, like, yeah, they lost. It's like, yeah, well, did your team go to the yeah. for four years? <laughs> and it, I mean, the second best team for four, four years, years. That's yeah. pretty impressive. It's crazy.
2: And, like, yeah, you know, people say it'll never happen again. But that, it's it's fun. But I remember, like... You know, I I I have memories of my dad being a Raiders fan, and
1: (laughs) I have memories of your dad abandoning the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, he did.
2: But I felt like, and I, I mean, it comes back. It's like he was so fanatical about the Raiders, and he would get so angry when they lose. But then I, you know, however many years later, I'm a Bills fan, and that third and fourth Super Bowl that they lost, I was like angry you right. know and it's crazy because i think back now i think back now and i'm like what why was i so angry it's you yeah. know it's nothing that i can control or even you know it's just a something on tv that
1: i watch you were never like that though when i knew you like i knew you after that yeah you, you would get like bummed like anybody on their team loses but right. you, you definitely turned that off a yeah, long time I, ago it, yeah. i'd see people get like pissed their days ruined Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, you know, they're, that, no, they're, I, that, their wife is running and hiding. They're like, I don't <laughs> want to be around him he's an asshole right yeah, now. Yeah, no,
2: it was like that for a while for me. Like, I would get angry and it would, like, it would ruin your whole Sunday. Like, if, if your team lost, and it's crazy to me because, like, I, I think back now and, like, now, the, you know, like, like you were saying about the Hall of Fame game, it's like, hey, did you check out that game yesterday? And I'm like, I didn't even know the game was on. Like, right. Like, I didn't, like... Hey, did you hear about this and that and who traded? I was like, no, I don't, I don't care about that anymore. Right. Like I sure I'll, I'll be interested. Like if the bills games on TV, I'll watch it, you know, but it won't be like a, Oh, I got to see that. Or I'm tuning into that on Sunday. Right. You know? So it, it's so <clears throat> crazy to me, like just how fanatical I got about that. And I think about, you know, cause my dad and I feel like he was, he was into it like that too. And I wonder, like, if it'll trans—you know—transfer down to my my kids. If my kids will ever find something, maybe, maybe not football, but something maybe sports related that they get that
1: fanatical about. Maybe I don't know. It's weird. Like, it's it's the sport itself, and it's just our sort of celebrity culture. The sport itself has become like less important. Like, there are people out there who are LeBron James fans who've never probably watched him never, play basketball. yeah. They like the way he talks to the president. They like the way he's opened his school. They like the way he's dealt with his life. They like Sprite. <laughs> they like Sprite. <laughs> yes, they're big fans. Yes. And who don't even really know who he is. Like Michael Jordan, like when we were younger, I've noticed, like with Jordan's a good example, you find out all the stuff about them that puts the, the chink in the armor later. Yeah. Like, it wasn't until later that everyone was like, you know, Jordan left basketball because of gambling debts. That's yeah, why he yeah. played baseball. <laughs> you know, but when you're fed the story, oh, he wants to try something new. He's dominated one sport. He wants to try another. Right. You know, how tragic his dad died. And everyone's like, his dad was killed by gambling, for his gambling debts. <laughs> so you're like, what the hell? Like, what? You know? Right. You don't hear any of this stuff. And now it's like, you, you can't, I mean, it's like, you know, like, you turn on SportsCenter now and it's like, so-and-so was at the club with Drake, and they were doing this and this and this, and you're like, did they win? Like, I just yeah. want to hear the scores. Was score. there a
2: basketball? Yeah, game? I want to hear the scores. Like, I don't...
1: <laughs> or, like, when it's not even regular season. Like, basketball season is over, and yeah. you literally are hearing nothing but stories about LeBron James. Like, is he's he's not playing right now. Yeah, it like, seems like... It's there, crazy.
2: Yeah, there's more news stories about basketball, like, free agent and who signed here right. and who went there, and, you know, that it wasn't a thing back when we were in the sports. Like, yeah. I didn't... like. I think just two days ago, I was on the internet and I found out that J.J. Watt isn't on the Texans anymore.
1: He's not. No. Where is he?
2: I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I want to say. Green Bay, but I think Damn. I'm wrong.
1: Him and him and Matthew. Matthew still plays, right? Yeah, he does. Him and Matthews would yeah. be crazy pass rush.
2: Well, yeah, but I was like, oh, I didn't know. It was a, It was his jersey, and it said Watt, and it was for a different team. And I could be wrong. It couldn't be. It might not be Green Bay. Might it might have been Chicago. But anyway, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know he got traded. You know? But and then I think about it and I was like, well, he was injured like the whole season last year and then like half the season before. And he is
1: injury prone. Well, it's one of those things where it's funny. It's like, <laughs> it could be like, a, I raise all that money for Houston for the flood. Yeah, so crazy. Thanks, JJ. Uh, by the way, here's. By to you. the
2: way, this is a business, and if you're not gonna if you're not gonna get sacks or tackles, then we're gonna move on because yeah. there's always gonna be some younger kid and some draft pick that we have, and so yeah, it's just the NFL is crazy.
1: It's funny because I actually do love the NFL. It says he's still in the Texans. Does it? Yeah.
2: Maybe they, It was just something different. Maybe somebody wanted him. Um, but anyway, was, I thought it was like an NFL ad for, you know, Hey, get your players favorite Jersey or whatever. No, I know, I just, anyway, I, just I yeah. it said
1: current team. It's a Texans, but like, yeah, but, and that's
2: something I stopped playing fantasy football because I couldn't keep up with like the teams and the players and all that. And I was just yeah. like, I, I, it's not important to me anymore.
1: Well, the thing with me, I, that I, 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 still love football. I love watching. I think it's fun, but like my wife doesn't really like football and my kids are too young to really appreciate and sit through a game yeah like my son will watch it with me but like you know football is a long game and it's boring for so sure for sure if you don't know the strategy and stuff like that it's boring so it's he doesn't really want to sit through it yeah so i don't really have anyone to watch it with you know you're just as busy as i am so <laughs> yeah. it was easier for us to watch games together when we used to live together that was right. way easier um you know and it's like and then the thing is too is like sunday's like our family day because i work saturdays sometimes you know and like so, Sunday's my only real day off yeah. with my wife and the kids. So, it's kind of like we go hiking. We go. I mean, this weekend we're not going to do any hiking because of the weather or the the smoke. But, like, smoke, we'll yeah. do stuff. We'll go to the pool. We'll go right. hiking. We'll, we'll do play, whatever. Yeah. So, it's like I'm not going to sit around and be like, I'm going to watch 8 to 12 hours of TV <laughs> on my one day I have with my family. Right. It's like I just, I, I just – and it's like I don't – and the funny thing is is like I don't feel guilty about it. Like some people are like, ugh. I can't watch football. I want to. It's like, I have to be with my family. It's like, I'm like, I'd rather be with my family than watch football. Like, that's not even a choice. Like, if my wife was like, Hey, I really want you to hang out with us and the kids, I wouldn't have to be like, Okay. It's like literally, I'm like, wake up on Sundays. And she's even asking, I'm like, Hey, what are we doing today? She's like, What do you want to watch a game? And I'm like, No, don't care. I'm good. I'll watch highlights later. You know? I mean, I like it. I I love playing. I love playing Madden, you know, because I still like the game. And if I have like downtime when everyone's asleep and all my work's done, I want to kind of turn my brain off. Yeah, I'll play Madden and just Madden. kind of hang out, you know, but like, dude, I just I just can't like if I went to someone's house and was like, I'll see you guys later. Yeah. And I get home after like the, the afternoon games on or even the night game. It's just like I feel like such a piece of crap. Like, <laughs> I'm true. sorry. You know, I mean, and I'm not just dis- you know, trying to disperse anyone who does do that. I just, it's just how I feel personally. Oh, I got sure. no problem with it. If other people do it, that's not, I'm not saying you're a bad father or anything like that or a bad husband. I'm just saying like, I personally just would rather not do that. And it could be, you know, just cause I don't get a lot of time with them on the weekends together. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. She's always pushing me to like, just go, go to your friend's house, watch a game, do something like she's always feels like I'm never getting out. Yeah. I'll watch like the Raider game if the Raiders are on and it's like a, like a night game. Yeah. I'll maybe, like, see if anybody wants to come over and watch a game with me and have a burger and we'll hang out and watch a game. That's kind of fun yeah. because I'm home still with the kids are around, you know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I just can't go do the whole thing. Like, you get guys who go, like, yeah, I'm going to go to Tahoe and go gamble and watch the games. I'm like, you see those guys, like, sitting there in those gambling booths, like, watching the game. I saw one guy one time losing his shit, mm-hmm. like, freaking out over a basketball game. It was college. It was, like, March Madness, and he's, yeah. like, going nuts. I'm just, like, dude, like – you don't need that. Your heart doesn't need this, dude. Like you're, you're losing your shit over dudes yeah. who've never met you. You were
2: stressing out yeah. way too much about something that you can't control. Yeah, and
1: don't really... I mean, most, you've met a lot of pro athletes, so have I. A lot of those guys, and, and we met a lot of celebrities, too. A lot of those guys, the, the fanatical fans, yeah. are really annoying to those people. For sure. They really don't like it. Those guys who know every stat. Yeah. You're not impressing anybody. Yeah. Like, say, when we used you're to the work... the equivalent
2: with them. of, a, like, a... You know, like the Star Wars guy who knows everything about the Millennium Falcon. Yes. That's the sports equivalent.
1: Yeah, exactly. What gauge was the laser (laughs) uh, cartridges you used on the Millennium Falcon's defense guns? (laughs) My name is Harrison Ford. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, okay? (laughs) That
2: was a character in a movie. You
1: you see that famous Saturday Night Live sketch, right, with William Chatner? when he goes to a Star Trek convention, it's like a fake one and they keep asking questions and Shatner's like, <laughs> Shatner's like, I, I think I have. He's like, this I want to say something to everybody. Just get a life, yeah. people. He's like, it was a TV show. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, do you remember when, like, what was the most, when we used to work at the Punchline together, what was the most awkward fan, uh, like, thing you had with anybody?
2: Uh, I
1: didn't. I like, think you witnessed or even were part that of a witness. I witnessed, yeah. I think,
2: uh, I think the weirdest one was probably, uh, I can't, I think it was, uh, I can't remember his name
1: now. What was his, well, what kind of jokes, like what would he look like between the two of us? We'll figure it out.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to remember.
1: Did he say fucker and bro a lot? No. It wasn't was, Mencia oh, then. No,
2: it was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Barcena. what is his name? <laughs> it a white guy. He played, uh, Darren Carter. No, God, no! (laughs) And it it was uh, a white guy from Saturday Night Live. Small guy, Dana Carvey. No, okay, younger. Um, um, was in Tommy Boy? Um, David Spade. No, that's David Spade. But it wasn't David Spade. I had a weird one with David Spade, so I thought that it was uh the other guy who he played that the monkey character on.
1: Oh, um, um,
2: Rock Schneider.
1: No, it wasn't Rock Schneider. It was um.
2: Ah oh, damn! See, Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. Yes, it got Chris Kattan was weird. Yeah, he was a weird dude, and then uh, after one of his shows, he was signing autographs, taking pictures, and like I remember, like uh, this chick was like really into him, like uncomfortably into him, and you could tell like he was obviously not. <laughs> into her but she was just like and she was hammered of course right and i think he was he was uh, on his way too but yeah that and it got really weird to the point where he was like i'm gonna go inside she doesn't follow me i was like gotcha gotcha <laughs> <laughs> and so he went inside and she's like trying to hold on literally grabbing him and like Ugh. trying and i was like yeah okay you gotta stop you know trying to be as nice as i can But yeah, it's, it was just so creepy. Very weird. Very like to the point where like, come on lady, this, you're not open. (laughs) Open your eyes. Mango doesn't want to bang. Yeah. He doesn't not into that. Okay. So yeah, Uh, let's hear your Wayne Brady, Wayne Brady.
1: (laughs) It was the way he dealt with it that I'll never forget. (laughs) So, you know, there's always that guy. Do you remember me from last time you were here? (laughs) FYI, yeah. everybody, they yeah. see thousands they do, of people. They do not remember you. Yeah, a day. <laughs> he's like, it was this older guy, and and he's like, me, remember me, man?" And Wayne's like, "I don't remember you, man." And I kept like looking at Wayne, like, "You, you want me to come over there?" And he was like, he's like shaking his head, like, nah, I'm good, I'm good." I'm, like, all right. And the people were kind of modeling because remember Wayne would just walk off stage when it was over, and people were like trying to shake his hand. He would kind of hang out. Yeah, by the bar. Yeah, and, yeah. And he yeah. was he was super nice guy, um, and. This guy's kept bugging him. Going, yeah, man. You know, know how I am. And Wayne kind of gave me the high sign, like, I'm about to walk out. And all he said to the guy was, You know what, man? I'll remember you now. He goes, You will? He goes, Yeah. I remember you as that annoying motherfucker in Sacramento who would leave me alone. And he walked off. And I was like, God, wow. The dude just stood there. And I was like, uh, Good night, everybody. That's Wayne Brady. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Fucking great. Abe and I walked David Spade underneath Cobbs one night. And it was, dude, it was right after. Uh, um, it was right after Chris, not Chris, right after his his assistant had beat the shit out of him. Remember that? David Spade's assistant attacked him and tried to kill him. No. Yeah, he was like, like our size. Yeah. And like he broke into, he knew his codes and shit. Was, David Spade was asleep. <laughs> he started tasing him while he was asleep what? and attacked him. Crazy. Yeah, so it was like shortly after that. And Abe, for people who don't know, Abe's giant Samoan. You know, giant. Yeah, I <laughs> wasn't he's Samoan, but you know the the records are sealed um but he uh, we're down we're walking underneath cobs going outside and spades like so uh this is the part where you guys rough me up down here and abe says something like nah you don't have to go through that again or something like that i was like jesus abe that was savage he
2: doesn't pull any punches no he does doesn't, not no, no matter who abe it is give a shit.
1: Abe does not care. He probably laughed
2: his ass off about uh, that shit too. I don't even know if
1: you remember saying it. He was like, "Yeah, we're not gonna go through that again" or something. I was like, "Oh, damn, savage, mean motherfucker." Yeah, yeah, but that's you know, uh, dude we we could probably do like four or five straight podcasts about Abe stories. <laughs> Definitely, the guy's great. Yeah, that's the funniest. I gotta, I would put a picture of him up on the wall. If we won a championship. Yeah, <laughs> I sent him a picture of that picture up on the wall yeah. and all he wrote was, God, you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> about right. Uh I fucking love that guy. He's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Uh, <laughs> he's so mad at us for not having him on this podcast. <laughs> he sent me a text. You all talking about your stupid Star Wars shit for two hours and won't have me on. I was like, come on. He goes, no, you're dead to me. I don't want to come on. <laughs> okay. Of course. Of course.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not going to go to Stockton. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Sorry. I'm
1: taking this on the road to the 209. <laughs> we will <won't laughs> come back. Listen, Diaz brothers want to be on the podcast.
2: <laughs> they don't want to be on this No, they podcast. don't.
1: No, they don't. Did you watch UFC last weekend? No. not nah, me either. I heard it was great, though. Mighty Mouse lost, and uh, Garbrandt got knocked out again. Again? By Dillashaw. That sounds about right. Dude, that guy fights with so much anger, he's got to calm down, I think. I mean, I don't know anything about UFC fighting, but I feel, like, I feel like he should calm down.
2: I feel like you know more than me, so if you say he needs to calm down, I feel like, I feel like there's about
1: 3,000 other podcasts out there that would know more than I would, so I'm not really going to say, but yeah. You
2: break down the fight. <laughs> I think he needs to calm down. Yeah, you I think look. you're right. Do you want to hear, bra- bra- hear my breakdown, <laughs>
1: breakdown <laughs> of the fight? Go to Brendan Schaub's Big Brown Breakdown <laughs> Podcast. That's my That's breakdown right. of the fight. <laughs> oh, man. YouTube Dana White reaction to fights. Yes. There you go. Yes. That is. <laughs> uh, I do want to watch though uh, Connor's fighting again. Again, yeah, October. The UFC? Yeah, October he's fighting Khabib Nurmagomedov, which I'm uh, sure I butchered, but I have no idea who that is. He's a he's a badass. He's a Russian dude. He's a badass. He's a great wrestler, but um, cool. He had some problems in his last fight. He, the guy took the fight like two days on two days' notice because Tony Ferguson, who was gonna fight Khabib, got hurt, and the dude who took it like. He stuffed a lot of Khabib's takedowns and actually exposed some stuff. And if Connor can do that, he actually's got a pretty good chance of beating him. And Khabib's considered right now like probably one of the best up and comers in that division. So it'd be cool. So is he is Connor still the champ? Yeah, they stripped him of that title because he didn't defend it for over a year, and that was one of the reasons he lost his shit last year when he threw that that um cart thing into the bus. Yeah. Because they told him the night before that they stripped his title, because what they thought was going to happen was, Khabib was going to fight Tony Ferguson, and the winner of that fight was going to fight Connor, and then Dana yeah. just said, "Well, you haven't defended it, and we need to have a little bit more pay per view buy, so we're going to make this for an interim belt," and Connor just lost it. <laughs> Plus, Khabib's buddy like messed with um, this guy Artem, who's uh, Connor's boy. Yeah. So yeah. it was kind of one of those like a perfect storm. But also, Connor knew that, you know you piss off enough people you're going to cause a, a lot of people to want to watch the next fight so true some good some good marketing on connor's connor's behalf i would imagine but <laughs> yeah and then speaking of the diaz brothers he's fighting in november and they think that the the next fight that will come cuz that fight is uh, diaz versus Poye. their their fight is supposedly the co-main event but there's no actual main event yet mm-hmm. the prevailing Um, sort of uh, idea is it's going to be John Jones maybe versus Brock Lesnar which would be a freak show of all freak shows yeah I would dude I would pay as much money as the UFC told me I had to pay to watch that fight they should just let them fight and not drug test them that's what I'm saying (laughs) just turn your back for like six months USADA and just let it happen yeah neither one of those guys is going to come back after that just let it happen (laughs) and I don't you know what pull the referee yeah, just let them beat each other to death. Who cares? Do it like UFC 1. <laughs> have, like, a tournament. Dude, that's what... Uh, what's it called, dudes, right now? Uh, they're not doing it in, in one night like, like they used to do in UFC, which is crazy. So crazy. Dude, like, the first fight, you have a concussion. At that point, you're just adding to your <laughs> to your CTE number. Yeah. Uh, But who is it? Bellator is having a tournament like that. They'll do, like, you know, heavyweights fight, and then they fight again, like, in three months, and then, like that. They're trying, oh, yeah. They're trying to do it the right way. I think it's... uh. Supposed to be Chael Sonnen versus um, uh, what's his name, uh, Fedor melianko Huh. Yeah. So you know you can put a, you can watch it in, like in a couple weeks, or you can put a uh, time machine together and watch it when they were younger, when it probably would have been a better fight. <laughs> when they were relevant, right? And Tito Ortiz is supposed to fight Chuck Liddell. Oh uh, yeah, I read about that. I don't I was want like, that to happen. Oh God. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> no. At the same time, like if Chuck Liddell can't make money either way, I don't want Chuck Liddell to be homeless either. He must have lost his contract
2: with AutoZone or whatever it was. <laughs> Duralast. Yeah, Duralast, yeah. that's right.
1: Yeah, it was Duralast where he was punching batteries. <laughs> punching everything he was punching. Uh, at least Randy Couture was in the, uh, the, uh, the Stallone movies. Yeah. What was his name called? Oh, Expendables. Unfuckable. Oh, yeah. Expendables. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I <laughs> forgot. All good. Yeah. He, was it Rousey was in those? He was in those? Somebody else who, like, shouldn't be an actor was in those. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> what? Everybody was in those. Yeah. I've only seen the second one. It was the first and second one. The second one was god awful. I'm sure it was. It was terrible. Terrible. Yeah. There's some good movies actually coming up. I think we talked about Predator last time, but there was something else I saw a preview for. Oh, that 22-something, the Mark Wahlberg movie? That looks pretty good. I haven't seen that
2: the preview for that. I it's like
1: a, that. you know, like they're like double secret agents kind of thing and- Interesting. Like mercenaries kind of thing. It looks pretty good. Yeah. As far as an action flick goes, yeah, it looks pretty good. Nice. Yeah. There's something else I saw a preview for, man, that I really wanted to see. Can't think of what it was. Yeah? Yeah. Ah damn, I don't know. So I was watching a bunch of Marvel crap too. Yeah. Yeah. They got all the,
2: the Blu ray for Infinity War comes out next week, so they're Yep. I'm gonna have to check out all that extra goodness on there. I saw that so, um, extra
1: scene where actually Happy Hogan was in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He was it was in the park scene with Pepper and Oh right. And Tony. He was in that scene? Yeah, he rolls up on a golf cart and he's just like, <laughs> like he says, security style. Yeah, he says something <laughs> to them and then like some dude's trying to take a picture and he's like, he's like Don't act like I don't see you and he like starts chasing <laughs> <stationing> him down. <laughs> yeah, they the Russo brothers had said something about how I think one of the Russo brothers was in the movie and they're like, oh, yeah. How could you have cut him out? It was his only scene. He's like, I cut myself out of the movie too. He's like, It was too long. I had <laughs> to cut he's like, I had to cut people. Yeah yeah there's all kinds of interesting things going on for part four so I look forward to seeing that it's May May of next year next year damn yeah we don't get another Marvel movie until next year Captain Marvel comes out when in early next year I think it's February right yeah February or April it's just crazy because you think about the arc of those movies that would be coming out out of the theaters when four comes on yeah which means that going by what judging by the way Marvel does it, they'll probably release Captain Marvel's um, Blu-ray right before. Well, no, their her trailer probably right around the beginning of the year. Uh yeah, I would right around I Christmas. Guess, yeah, whatever big Christmas, Christmas movies coming out, it'll play before that. Before that, and then they'll probably have a and then they'll have they'll Super have Super Bowl commercial for it. Super Bowl commercial, and then they'll probably have. Affinity War, Infinity War will come out. I bet yeah. when she when that comes out, that'll like the official trailer will probably play before that.
2: Because the Super
1: Bowl oh, is February now. February first, so January last week,
2: January. Yeah, I can see them dropping uh, something. Infinity War, the Avengers Four, whatever they're going to call it. I can see them dropping
1: something for the Super Bowl. Apparently, the name got leaked, and they were like, "Oh, we have to change it," or something. Because like it was some guy wrote uh, the guy who's like a grip or some shit on it, or yeah. Somebody, a cinematographer, wrote on his, his LinkedIn page or something like all his credits. Yeah. And he wrote Avengers Four, Endgame, as one of his credits, and yeah. everyone's like, "Hey, you." <laughs> no one knows that yet. Nice. Because <laughs> everyone thinks that's what's going to be called, because of what Strange says. Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> How do we start <laughs> with football? I'm gonna I'm always I don't end know. Up. somehow I always end up with Marvel.
2: I think what turned it was when we were talking about
1: fans, the fans, yeah. Because that's who do you think is the has the most rabid fans? What what of the major sports in America? uh,
2: American sports, probably football. Yeah, being that I've gone to actual games, I've said, uh, let's see, I think over my you know in my lifetime I've been to, we'll say, eight or ten NFL games. Damn, and that's. Probably until my son expresses interest in going, yeah. Then I probably won't go to
1: anymore. Yeah, I don't see any reason to go
2: because we, you know, I'd go with Abe because he's a Bills fan too, and we'd go to see the Niners and the Bills play whenever they and that happens. Raiders in, and Bills play too, though. Raiders and Bills play, but I never go to those. Abe, although to I that. think I should because <laughs> lately I feel like the Raiders fans would be. It's a like, a better environment than the Niner fans. I haven't been to the new Niner Park yet, though. So I can't speculate. because right. the last game we went to, I think it was two years ago now, and it was at uh, whatever. The, had to be learned
1: on like, that. that. I think Kansas has been shut down for, like, three or four years now, hasn't it? I think it's been two seasons. It really? must have
2: been three years ago. Yeah. But we went with Abe and a bunch of my wife, and then uh a buddy of mine, Mike, He uh, he's a big Niner fan, so we... We all kind of got
1: together and tailgated and had fun. You, Mike, and Abe aren't the smallest people in the world, so I don't think I'm going to mess with you guys too much. <laughs> yeah. that's uh... I remember Abe said he went to a Raider game wearing an OJ jersey, the Bills yeah. Raiders, and people yeah. were like, OJ did it. He's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not wearing a yes. jersey of, of him, OJ retired. I'm wearing the football player jersey. Yep. I mean, if you're wearing some Bruno Mollies and a you know and some gloves and carrying a knife, then I guess you're a fan of post-football OJ. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Arrenthal,
2: uh, uh, Rental, yeah. the bus-driving murderer. Remember, it was a Chris. Chris Rock said that. Chris Rock, yeah. <laughs> if OJ didn't play football, he would have just been Arrenthal, the bus-driving murderer in jail. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> so great (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i've been about eight eight or ten i'd say anywhere from eight to ten games and i can remember the first time i went to a a niner bills game back in the day probably 95 94 95 96 somewhere in there um charles haley days charles haley uh who's that line mac line linebacker who used to wear the no fear, bad boys, or no fear stuff.
1: Uh, I have his, I have his no fear, um, he used to uh, put the, visor. he
2: was, the, he was, he actually put the no fear stickers on his, outside of his helmet and he got fined for it, I Yeah,
1: sort of the P, um, not, uh, stumped, <laughs> sh- I, uh, I gotta think of his name now, I gotta look it up, cause yeah. he, he was, uh, Plum plumber,
2: plumber, yep.
1: Gary Plumber, Gary Plumber, Gary Plumber,
2: yeah. Um, yeah, so it was back then. And then, uh, but I remember going to that game and, uh, we were, we had, you know, nosebleed seats up in candlestick.
1: We're like up in the, um, like the spot where like, it's kind of like behind, we're like folded. Remember those ones were like the corner of the one end zone. Yeah. And it's like, if you, they sell out you your ass out, you if they're like in the right hand corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But no, but, uh, they were upper deck and they were like, you know, nowhere near the field. But. It was the first time I had been to a football game, and me and my dad were there. And I remember, like, I was wearing... I had uh, the old starter jackets that... Oh, know, the yeah. The bills starter jackets.
1: The ones you get jumped for. Yeah.
2: And, <laughs> like, people were throwing shit at me. And I was, what, 18, 19 years old? Right. Me and my dad. We were just sitting there, and it's not like I'm yelling. I'm just cheering for the Bills or whatever, and people are throwing shit at me from behind me, which was, like, <laughs> way high up, because we were already halfway up in the second deck, but... Well, those, know, guys then,
1: those guys who are paying for those tickets aren't exactly your most exactly, outstanding. Citizens. Exactly. And yeah. so, and then there was, we had a
2: better experience another time. And then uh, I've been a couple times and then I've been to actually a couple of Bills games in Buffalo. I think we've been a three out there, me and my wife. And every time I've been out there, it's been great. But you know that's.
1: I just thought of the same kind of fans following you to Buffalo, sitting behind you shit shitty stuff. But yeah, we've always,
2: you know, but with those with the Bills games in Buffalo, we, you know, we pay for the lower seats, and so I yeah. find that when you get closer to the field, the fans aren't as crazy.
1: Yeah, I went I've been to a game, but of- not yeah, as buddy. crazy
2: and not as drunk. Yeah, because I find like the last game we went to in San Francisco, uh, it was bad. It was really bad, like, to the point where I didn't want to go anymore.
1: San Francisco's terrible, dude. You see all those, like, world star hip-hop videos of NFL fan fights are always Niner fans. So crazy. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, it was awful. Like,
2: people were just belligerently drunk. And, like, literally when we left, we were walking to the car. And, uh, like, I was like, I pulled my wife in close, and I was like, let's go. We need to walk now, and we need to walk faster than this, because there were like people around me, and I heard bottles breaking and yelling, and I was like, "We got to go. We got to just remove ourselves." And then, you know, we got we got out of there, and then traffic, you know, just awful.
1: Leaving the state, it's it's just there's nothing about that's worth it. It's not anymore because even watching it is not nearly as good as watching it on TV, right? That's why people are like, oh, you're a Raider fan. Are you bummed they're moving to Vegas? I'm like, it affects me zero. Um, yeah.
2: How many Raider games have you been doing? In five. Oakland? Yeah. Maybe five. You, you know, and that's the thing. It's like.
1: But a Raider game in Oakland was a Raider game in Green Bay, and Green Bay was amazing.
2: Yeah. Even though, did you wear your Raider stuff in Green Bay? Helicopter.
1: Oh, it was a helicopter over the head. I was like, what the hell is that noise? All right. Well, there's a helicopter flying overhead. <laughs> uh, no, I was too damn cold to wear my Raider stuff. I had a sweatshirt, a jacket. It was like it was like two degrees. Were you branded any sort of Raiders? I don't think... We told everybody we were Raider fans that we were uh. from the Bay. We, were, we weren't wearing Green Bay stuff and the stuff we had on was black. Okay. But it wasn't like that. I I was. You I mean you know? I'm a Brett Favre fan forever. Yeah, love for Brett sure. Favre. So yeah, I
2: saw. I went and saw Green Bay Brett Favre play in yeah. Buffalo. It was amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that was for me. It was like okay, I'm gonna go see Brett Favre play before he retires in Lambeau. And yeah. then there. Then it was like. Oh, the Raiders are playing there this year in Lambeau. Let's just go to that game. Yeah. It wasn't like I gave a crap about the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, like, if you look at all the pictures from that trip, I look like a huge Green Bay fan. <laughs> I'm in front of, like, Ray Nitschke's statue yeah, and, yeah. like, you know, Bart Starrs. And I'm just, like, I was like a huge Packer fan. And it's all snow. And my buddy and I had, like, our, like, ski masks. And, but, like, we went there and everyone's like, you ran her family? Like, yeah, that's awesome. Where are you from? Like, California. Like, oh, my gosh. Come yeah. eat brats with us. Come <laughs> hang out. We're like, exactly. cool. It was awesome. Everyone yeah, was super cool. that's how it cool.
2: was in Buffalo, too. People were super nice and super chill. Yeah.
1: The only problem we almost got into was at a bar... The night before, we were watching the UFC, and you know how that is, dude. Everyone, yeah. if there's one drunk dude in the, watching the UFC, who thinks it, he should be in right. the UFC, there was a guy my size, me being there, and then this dude was probably half my size, and he had red hair, so you know he already had a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> and it was it was really funny because he kept staring at me, and at one point, I think he hurt, saw my mouth. I asked my buddy, I was like, what "The fuck's this guy looking at?" And he kind of looked at me like cocked his head, like, "What? Like, like, did you just send out the signal for me to come over and fight you? You know that uh-huh. whole thing?" And I was like, I was like, "Don't." do this don't do this and he kind of like looked at me and kind of nodded his head a little bit like all right you know like like yeah. he was like i think he maybe was like i want to fight this guy but then like something about me telling him i know what you want and just don't try me he was like yeah forget it like you know i'm sure that night he found it somewhere but yeah, yeah. it was one of those things where I was like dude come on just let's not do this just stop. please no yeah. like even if i lose to you like yeah. i don't want to get into a fight win or lose i just want to watch the fights and then go watch the game tomorrow yeah yeah you know, yeah it was cool though like I see my thing is I think that NFL fans are the if I say the worst I mean like they're the most rabid the most crazy because of the fact that going to the game is not enhanced it at all like going to a baseball game baseball player baseball baseball uh, fans get a little bit drunk and will get bored and fight sometimes yeah. you see a fight every so often yeah but anywhere there's drunk people you're gonna see a fight for sure. so I don't think it was that crazy because baseball is kind of boring but there's something about like the Americana like thing. of yeah, it, Baseball
2: is like a relaxing kind of sport. Yeah.
1: And when you walk in there, it's like, this may not be as well covered as it is on TV, but you still can see it from everywhere. Yeah, You still know what's going on. And there's right. something about hearing the noises, the, the back cracking, the pitching, all the stuff going on. It's an experience. Yeah. When you go to the NFL, you're like, ugh, I can't see what's happening. Right. It's on the other side of the field. Even if you're, I had 40 yard line tickets for Raider game and lower deck before and and even then I was kinda like, this is not fun to watch. No. Like you it's, know, the only time football is ever really good to watch is either T V or on the sidelines. For sure. And so I think there's so much stuff other stuff there's nothing else going on but the game when you're in a game. Yeah. And the game's not that great to watch. Right. People are drinking. It become and, and it's and it's a game glorifying war. Yeah. So I think there's just something aggressive about it. There's aggressive for sure, people there you know, and yeah. there's and there's and there's not much of a payoff when you get there. So people are gonna go at it. And that's the thing. Like people get there like two hours, three hours early. Shoot, they yeah. just sit in
2: the parking lot, and what are they doing? They're just drinking and eating. Yeah, they and should then stop they doing that. They get into the, they get into the game, and they're already hammered. And then they get more hammered because right. they buy the 13 dollars beers that they're paying for. But they stop. They cut them off at halftime.
1: Like it matters.
2: Yeah, yeah. like I don't know. I think personally, I feel like NFL games maybe should be no booze.
1: I, I think there should be no booze. I think they should open up the um, they should open the 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 parking lots up, like later than they do. I think they tried to do that later than they do. Before. And they and they should also patrol it and not allow no barbecues, no tailgating. Like I, I think that should be the way it is. If you're going to pregame, you're going to pregame. You can't stop that. I mean, we well, saw we saw yeah. it at the club all the time. People yeah. had to have two drink minimum, and they knew they were going to get in. They were going to have drinks. They'd be too drunk to come in. Yeah. But I mean, so people are going to do that. But I think that. It's very disingenuous to say we're going to cut you off at halftime so you can drive home and not be crazy, but we'll let you in four hours early so you can get hammered in our parking lot. For sure, there's something about that that is just not not. It's it's obviously they're doing it for PR and that's it. Yeah,
2: and that's the thing, you know. And that it's nice to think that, but you know that it'll never happen because like alcohol is such like hand in hand with football and every other ads and yeah, it's just like it's all over the place and so.
1: I mean, dude, it, it's become such a thing now that Coca Cola, which is terrible for you, mm-hmm. beer, well, the the Budweiser ads, and there's like one other one, Doritos. Those are the three ads at every Super Bowl. Everyone's like, like, oh, this is the new the new Coke ad this year is this, the new Budweiser ad is this. Yeah, the, those are the three that are always. Those are three things that are terrible for you, and the the, the alcohol one at least is like that's the one that like is. You know the most harmful. I was you know in in a in a more you know, um, micro sense of it. You know macro sure. wise, you drink Coke and eat Doritos, you're gonna die young. Yeah. But you know you you drink, you could go home and drive home and die. You know whatever. But it's like they don't they the NFL's message has never been to me. It's one of the reasons I have a hard time with the NFL. Their message has always been very contrary to the way that they conduct themselves. For sure. So like the whole thing with the military, they 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 make the military pay them. As all the patriotic stuff they do is all considered, um, uh, what's it called, um, um, advertising? Yeah. So they actually have to pay to do the flyovers. For they sure. Pay to do all the the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. The whole pink thing. Oh yeah, that's the biggest. That pisses me off, dude. We're raising awareness. We're not giving any money. They may make millions of dollars. They don't on do, that.
2: They don't do that anymore. They stopped it like last year. It became a. Awareness Month instead of just breast cancer awareness. Because what they were doing, like, when they first started, it was uh, part with uh, Susan Komen,
1: right? And Susan G. Komen, yeah. That's and why that, it's pink.
2: And then there was, and then she got kicked back because they found out, like, only, like, little percentage was going to right. actual research for this foundation. Right. So they got way kicked back. And so the pink thing was going through the NFL. And that, like, that irritates me already. Like changing the Jersey colors, and all that. Jersey color, socks, towels, all this, like even for, even for, well, I mean, I, I get it and I understand it, but at the same time, it should be something that, okay, like let's
1: be a part of this. And it's gross the way they do it. It is. It's and like, I, this I, is a marketing ploy.
2: Yeah. Like don't, don't sell me a pink Jersey or pink this.
1: And not give the money to the exactly, people with breast cancer. Exactly. Yeah. So like, and you know what's funny is, what's, what's even grosser about it to me is they started coming up with doing the throwback jerseys around the same time. And I just have this feeling that it's like, hey, these pink jerseys are selling. What other kind of alternates can we have to sure. make more money? Yeah. So not only was it not giving money to the breast cancer, like they said they were, and they're making money off it, that they use it as a springboard mm-hmm. to make even more money. Yeah. Because every time people are like, oh, these are ugly. Dude, Abe's a perfect example. Abe would buy throwback jerseys all the time. Yeah. The uglier the better because he thought they were, they were awesome. You get those like, oh, these are ugliest jerseys. They look like they're <laughs> so brown and striped, you know, Steelers yeah, Steeler yeah, ones. Yeah. Dude, there's at least 100,000 people at home going, I want those. Oh, those yeah. are on NFL.com. Cool, I'll order those. For sure. Yeah, it's it it's gross. It's yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're not giving any money to yeah, the merch,
2: The NFL merch is like its own crazy Yeah.
1: I yeah. mean, it, I mean, good on them for making money on the merch. That's fine, but don't sit there and say you're doing a pink month for aware for breast cancer awareness and you're not actually raising money for it, especially when you're alternating especially. your jerseys. Yeah, to, and to you're look. selling
2: so much pink merch, yeah. and that's the thing. It like where it upsets me yeah. is it's an example. Like if my kid and he's he sees it now because last year he saw it. Uh, and then two years ago, so he's playing pop, you know, Mighty Might, Pee-wee, Junior Pee-wee, Pop Warner. I don't they don't call it Pop Warner anywhere, but it's you know, little it's football for little kids, it's full on football. Right. And so what do they do now? The NFL sets this precedence. Okay, well, the players got pink towels and pink socks and pink gloves, right? Now our kids need to have pink socks and pink towels and pinks, you know. Right. But they're not and telling so, them why. No, they're telling you they, they there's no reason for it. It's right. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Okay, well, that's great. Why is why does my kid have to buy new socks? Oh, right. Now, oh, oh, hey, we're selling these pink socks to you.
1: They're only $5, but you have to buy them. Does it go to breast cancer or does it go to no, the No. That's bullshit. It doesn't
2: go anything to anything. It's bullshit. So that filters down. And now, and then you get, you know, you always get those kids who be like, oh, you know, it's only required to have socks. But you got this kid whose parents, you know, they like to buy him everything. So he's got the gloves and he's got the pink, you know, he's got the pink, everything. And, oh, my kid now, my, oh, look at those cleats, dad. Aren't those cool? They got the
1: pink. Yeah, They're cool, dude. I No. Just tell him, his parents are virtue signaling through his son. Yeah, there's no reason for <laughs> look it. Look how much we care about people with breast cancer. We bought our son $300 worth of useless crap.
2: You know, and it, it filters down to the point where now it's filtering in and it, it's making me spend more money. For for no reason. Right.
1: There's no reason that any of the kids playing at this level should be wearing anything pink. You should do, man. Honestly, like I, I mean, I know it's easy to say, but I would literally take your kid and go, you want all that stuff because of breast cancer? All right, here's what we're going to do. Go to a cancer ward and give them the money yeah. that you can spend. And be like, like this is seriously, why. Go, yeah, it's ridiculous. You
2: know, I just take the football team and go see some go to a hospital and visit some cancer patients. Maybe right. that would make a difference or make somebody happy. But me wearing pink socks on Saturday where it's just you know, I'm realistically it's mostly the parents and relatives in the stands watching yeah. these kids play. Right. No money is going and nobody really is supporting breast cancer. I get it. Breast cancer is sucks. It's a bad situation, but this
1: is football, kids football. Why that's another reason why I have a hard time watching sports. The whole, like, the the, the politicizing of everything. In it's sports so sports. bad. And that's
2: there. something, like, it's bad at, at, at the levels, and it just gets worse.
1: Well, dude, I the whole thing, like, with Kaepernick... I didn't like Kaepernick from the get go, from the get go of him playing. Yeah. I was not a fan of Kaepernick. No, I didn't think he was a good, that great of a quarterback. I didn't think he was that great of a quarterback. I thought he was super annoying. Like, remember the first season he was like, People don't like me because I have tattoos. I'm like, You're like one of like a thousand people in the NFL who have tattoos. <laughs> yeah. No one cares. Yeah. You know, then he's like, People don't like me because I have my hair, I have an afro. And then it was like, You're again not unique. And then he took the knee thing, and I kept saying, like, I don't like Kaepernick. Everyone was like, Why? Because he took a knee I'm like no, he has a right to do that, and I totally support his right to do that. Yeah. I don't like Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. <laughs> like I As don't think he's a good quarterback, and I, I think he's yeah. an annoying person. Yeah. Like I think what he's trying to do, like, is great. That's awesome. If you want to bring awareness and you want to use your platform, do it. For That's sure. great. Yeah. But I just don't like him. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm not a fan, and it's like you know, it's just, and, and but like now it's like you can't say that without people going, oh. So you, you're in favor of police killing people? Exactly. Like yes, of course. That's what I said. Of course. That's like how stupid do you have to be to draw that parallel? Yeah. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. Again, <laughs> what he's doing is yeah. I he has every right to do, it, and I think he's, it's great that he's taking a stand. So many other athletes are too big of pussies to take a stand. For sure. But the thing about that is, is like it's everywhere now. Like it's like we said earlier, LeBron James versus Trump constantly. Like, why is that a yeah. thing? Yeah. Like Reagan never fought with like Joe Montana. Yeah, like it didn't <laughs> Joe happen. Mon- yeah, not right? a thing. Like they may not have agreed, but like right, we don't. Why don't, why don't they hear about it? Yeah, because
2: yeah, sports stars are on another level now. And
1: it's because of fandom in America.
2: It is, and every the everybody's
1: an everybody is a personality. Yes, from the president down to a basketball player. Yeah, they, and
2: it felt in like, <laughs> and they're a personality, and now they're role models, and now people, right. you know, you got these. Eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds, they're looking up to these guys and they're like, why are they taking a knee on Sunday? Why are they not standing for the national anthem? Right. And now all of a sudden, I got to deal with that at a level of ten-year-olds. Like, how do I explain to a ten-year-old that that guy's taking a knee and the whole the whole social right. problem, Right. how do I explain that to my ten-year-old? Like, I can do it, but I feel like by the end of me talking... They're not thinking about the whole problem and how it pertains to them and how it pertains to football and it's just a long conversation and by the end of it they're just they're thinking about video games or whatever my ten year old is thinking about right and it 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 filters down and last season uh, it got to the point you know because it was it was a big deal last year in the NFL you know everybody's taking a knee and everybody wants to know why and then it you know players and. so it filtered down all the way, and they gave out stickers to the whole team, stickers to put on their helmet. It was just this generic sticker, and it was the American uh, uh, American flag blowing in the wind with an eagle. And so but the, the Golden Eagles is the team he plays for, so I, okay, I get that. Okay, well, there's some correlation there. But in like scriptive uh, cursive writing on the sticker, it said, we stand. What? Yeah. And so they made all the kids put it on their helmet.
1: I mean, whether you're against the kneeling or for the kneeling, that's.
2: Yeah. And that was the thing. It's like all I wanted to do was to be to ask, you know, the the president of the team. Is this necessary? Exactly. Is this something that we need to think about these 10 year olds? They don't, they don't care. Right. Right? If we say, hey, guys, stand up. Let's put our hands over our hearts for the national anthem. They don't know why they're
1: doing it. They
2: don't care. They're yeah. like, we want to play football now. We're here to play football.
1: It's Dude, hot. How, how many times when you and I played semi-pro ball together did we both sit there and go, the anthem is like, you get everything ready, you get hyped, you get everything going, you're ready to go play, and then it's like, all right, everybody stop, stand stop. still, be yep, quiet, and be reverent still. for
2: 30 minutes. You're like, well, okay, the national anthem's over. Everybody hoot and holler. Let's play football.
1: Right. I mean, right. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm patriotic guy. I love our country. I love exactly. everything about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, obviously we make mistakes and all that, but every country does. Um, I, I don't, I, I'm fine with people giving out flags, you know, the kids, all, all of my helmets. So we have my old helmets. I think I'll have flags on them. Yeah. And, you know, that's great. And I taught my son, you know, the American flag where what it is and all that. As I'm sure you have your kids too. For sure. And, and all that, I mean, I think it's okay. It's great to be proud of your country, but the subtle nuance of social injustice and social unrest and things like that. Like a lot of that is lost on kids, kids at this age, they get the broad strokes. Yeah. Like why are they kneeling? Because there are some people out there who don't treat people very well for no reason other than they don't like the way they look, and that's wrong. You should never do that. Right. That's literally the conversation that has to happen. Yeah. But because everyone's like, "Well, you don't understand," because Colin does this or this person did this, it's like, dude, they're they're ten, they're five, they're whatever. Yeah. Just give them the broad strokes. You want to teach them. You want them to learn. You want this next generation to not make these same mistakes. Right. Don't sit there and bog them down with the minutia of what it is. Just say. There are some people out there. Because then, then you're going to tell them, cops are doing this. They're going to think all cops are bad. Exactly. And that's not the case. Yeah. And then, you know, on the, on the other hand, you're going to have... They're
2: like, oh, they they don't, you know, and I heard it. I heard kids saying, oh, they, they're they kneeling because they don't like the military. It's and now I'm like... Nothing to do with it. Now now I got to... I am I could explain it to you, and I could take this 10 minutes to explain that to you or however long it's going to take and for you to actually absorb it right. to understand what I'm saying. But that's like, I'm out here trying to coach you to to not get, (laughs) I need you to figure out how to block. Yeah. I don't need you to figure out racism in America. Right. This is what we, you know. And and that's, and I, and I, and it boils down to the president and she made it an issue and she thought that it needed to be addressed with all the kids. And I felt like this one could have just been skipped over and let, let the parents deal with it. Yeah. If they want to have a conversation with their kids about it, that's fine. But don't, th- we don't need to mix that, you that's, know, and they, that, yeah. and the pros can get away with it and they got the platform for it. And, you know, like we were talking about, they're, they're the, they're higher up, you know, they're the celebrities now, right. you know, we got these pro athletes that are transcending their sport and they're, they're bigger than, but the that's basketball. who should be doing it.
1: Yeah, that's because when Colin Kaepernick or Marshawn Lynch or whoever doesn't stand for the anthem yeah. and your kid goes, hey, dad, why is he not doing that? You can have that discussion with them. Exactly. When it's before a game and kids are like, hey, the they say they don't like the military. This this isn't the time to talk about that. Yeah. Like, don't force it upon them. You're getting them like like a secondhand info from yeah. your
2: buddy at school and it's just, it, it just unravels.
1: Well, it's like, you know, like I have no... I have no prejudice towards anyone's sexual proclivities, whatever you want to do, whatever you're born with, yeah. whatever you're born believing, whatever, that's fine. But then you like, you get some of these things where they have like these parents that don't know that their kids are learning about transgenderism. They're learning about homosexuality or whatever heterosexuality, any of it at like yeah. kindergarten level. I'm like, sure. I don't want my kid to learn about sex right now at all. I, I don't care if you're trans. I don't care if you're gay. It doesn't matter to me. Don't yeah. give a shit. got friends on every spectrum you can think of. Right. i got no problem with it. My kids hung out with a lot of my gay friends before. <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't come up because we don't talk about who we have sex with in front it's of my not, five-year-old. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's the whole like forcing things that don't need to be, don't need to be forced upon someone right now. It's like, exactly. it's like you're not going to sit there with someone who's dying of cancer and be like, hey, so, uh. Who do you got in your, your uh, March Madness thing right now? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not really in the mood to talk about that right now. You know, that's not what we're here for. That's not what I'm thinking about. Yeah, so it's just like, it's like, that's, I, I feel like there's, that's that's one of the biggest things I'm I finding me hitting my head up against as a dad is like, and it's only going to get worse because my son is still so young. For sure. That it's one of those things where it's like compartmentalizing, like, yeah, dude, we're going to talk about that, but it's not something you need to worry about right now. Yeah. You know, you don't and have to worry about that.
2: Yeah, it's something you, you Like, with my 10-year-old, I deal with it all the time. Right. He just randomly will ask me about stuff. And like you were saying before, I got to hit the broad strokes. Right. I got to take what he asks, you know, and it could be about something very specific. And I got to think about, okay, (laughs) what is the basic moral here or answer and just boil it down because, you know... I start talking for five minutes and he's staring out the window or he's listening to some, or he, he, you know, he's, it's oh, he's over it. He wants to know the immediate answer. And if it takes longer than two or three, four
1: minutes, he's kind of, okay, well, yeah, that he'll listen, but he doesn't process that. Dude. Perfect example is when, uh, during the presidential campaign, my son thought Donald Trump was hilarious because he's orange face with a red hat. (laughs) He was like, oh, he always always say Donald Trump wears a red hat. That, yeah. was, that was funny. Yeah. Because I think because he's a dude in a suit in a rally, no one else is wearing red hats in that situation. Right. Yet this comically orange man is. So funny. So, like, he would say that. And I remember somebody, I forget who it was, they're like, Oh. You, your kid likes Trump. I'm, and I'm in my head. I'm like, well, he's a fan of his economics, but really, as a socially, he probably thinks he, you know, it's like, are you stupid? He's five. He likes red hats. He likes red hats. Don't be an asshole. Like he was four at the time. I'm like, he's he, don't be. An, he's three actually. I know. I'm like, don't be a dick. He doesn't care about him. Like, right? It's and that's the thing of the broad strokes. Like, if someone's like. If he's to like, oh, hey, dad, I heard that Trump was a bad person. I'd be like, well, it depends on who you ask. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you're a small business, maybe he like him. If you're a union person, you know, and you don't like Republicans, but he's more of a union Republican. And this Again, he's like, what? Exactly. What? Like, exactly. you know, socially, he's an asshole. People don't seem to like him. Yeah. He says really dumb shit on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Don't follow him. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. And it's like, there's, when you're a kid, things are black and white for sure and in a good way yeah when you're an adult everything is nuanced and gray and yep. i feel like part of my job as a parent <laughs> is to keep the gray out as long as possible as long as you can yeah like there's my wife and i were talking about this a long time ago and our son you know and every parent i'm sure has had this experience when your son or daughter runs down the hallway from when they wake up in the morning and they're just like what's up it's a new day. <laughs> yes. How awesome stuff! I, what awesome stuff we do today! And my wife and I are both talking about how, like, sooner or later, that's going to go away. Yeah. That innocence is going to go away. Yeah. And I don't want to shield him from the world, but I want him to have enough, like, love for the world and enough love for the good things in the world that he doesn't lose it that quickly. Right. I. You know, I don't want him to be sheltered. I don't want him to be like you know not know I don't want, I'm not going to have him be like 12 years old and have him be like dad what does a gay person mean like huh? don't worry about that son you know and be like oh dude, this is what it is you know whatever you know yeah. but like right now it's like dude don't worry about it let's just go out and play trucks and he'll be like okay <laughs> you know yeah. he doesn't care Yeah. so it's like it's like forcing our kids to deal with this stuff i think it's just bad and i get the other side of that argument is the younger you teach people to be socially acceptable and racially acceptable and whatever, the more it's ingrained in who they are. Uh But I know who I am as a person. And I know my, I know I am already that accepting and that all that. So that's already going to happen. Yeah. So it's like when you have a transgender story hour at a library and the parents who choose to show up to that, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah. Like it's not, you're not changing anyone's minds or hearts. So just, I wish everybody would just live their life as they want to live it. Don't hurt anybody and teach your kids to do the same. We'll be all right. We'll be okay. Yep. Yep. You know, that's it. It's like, you can, you can basic like basic stuff. You can like Hillary Clinton and like Donald Trump at the same yeah. time. Yeah.
0: You know, or you could just be, or hate them both. Yeah. Or whatever. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: Be a Bernie fan. Who cares? It doesn't matter. (laughs) There's a time, man, I remember. You don't
2: have to throw things at other people for liking (laughs) other stuff. Just stop. Just stop. It's not that big of a deal.
1: Someone, dude, I had a coach I used to coach with. you know him? Um, He was a defensive coordinator. I was an offensive coordinator on the Pop Warner team I coached. It was right around the time this whole thing started happening. Last time I coached. And he took a knee during the anthem. (laughs) He he looked at me and he goes, you're probably not going to be happy about this. It took a knee and I put my hand on his shoulder and I was like, man, I don't care. I go, I told him I called him later. I was like, I want you to realize I'm not unhappy about that at all. I'm happy about it. And He's like, why are you happy about it? I go, I'm happy because we live in a country where you can do that right next to me not doing that. And I still love you as a brother and it doesn't matter exactly, because you're expressing your freedom of the first amendment to do and say what you want. Yeah. And as long as you want to do that, I will defend you against any person who comes down the field trying to stop you. And I may not I may not agree with you or them, but if somebody wants to get violent because of someone's free speech, then that person's wrong and right. I'll defend your free speech to the day exactly. I die. And it's like, you know, people just get so caught up in like this person doesn't agree with what I'm saying, so now they don't like me. It's like, no, it's no. nothing to do with yeah. it nothing to do with it yeah it's got
2: nothing to do with that or this or that just yeah yeah
1: just be a good person yeah believe what you want to believe that's
2: what it boils down to yeah. right
1: atheist christian catholic gay straight white black i don't give a shit be a good person raise your kids not to be assholes exactly there you go
2: bottom line
1: yeah don't be an asshole and don't yeah. make assholes that's it In- <laughs> basics yeah but you know it's it's like I I I love LeBron James. I think the guy's great. I think he's the most floppy, bitchy basketball player oh, on the yeah. planet. Yeah. But the dude just bought a school. Yeah. Good he, for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Did you see uh I forget. Or he made a school. I don't know if he bought it. He made a school.
2: Yeah. Well, I think it was uh I saw something I think it was oh, you know what it was? It was the uh the Jerry Seinfeld cars. Car's with comedians, yeah, did yeah. You see the one with Chappelle Chappelle, yeah. yeah.
1: That was amazing. It was amazing. I was like, wow, that school that, you know, just yeah. off. And you and amazing. I both know that dude personally. Yeah. Dave's a good dude. He is a good dude. Yeah. He's a really good guy. You know? So, yeah. It's nice to know there. That's, that's one of the things like, I I want to focus on my kids, like having role models that are like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. That's a role model. That is a role model. That's a dude who's done a lot of stuff. He was a college wrestler, high school wrestler. For sure. African-American man who is an astrophysicist who is smart as hell and a total dork for sci-fi movies. Yeah, I mean, if I had, literally if I could pick any like celebrity right now that I can think of like off the top of my head for my kid to spend an afternoon with, I can't think of a better person than Neil deGrasse Tyson.
2: (laughs) No. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: like I think Maybe my 3 maybe year Rogan, Maybe Joe Rogan. Maybe.
1: Because he likes his podcast, so he would like his voice. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but yeah.
2: But yeah, I think my three-year-old and my ten-year-old would both geek out and be totally cool spending the day with Neil. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah, that would be rad. We should get that done. We have a podcast, <laughs> have a podcast now. Neil. I'll, I'll
2: tweet him. Neil, hit us up. <laughs> Slide into his DMs.
1: <laughs> Yo. I love about Neil deGrasse Tyson, too, is he wears a dorkiest vest. <laughs> I love the fact that he wears a dorkiest it's vest. Awesome. Do you ever see videos where he gets, like, annoyed by people? Yeah. Dude, when he gets annoyed by the GMO question, it was so funny. He gets Look, annoyed with Look, everything the we eat is genetically modified. Nothing we eat is like it was 100 years ago. <laughs> Get over it. Not <laughs> a big deal. Yeah. It was so funny. He was so mad. <laughs> That when he gets pissed about movies, too. Yeah. People are like, why don't you like the movies? Like, oh, I like it. I just can't watch it. (laughs) It's just so (laughs) so inaccurate. (laughs) Like everyone in space in Marvel movies speaks English. Yeah. That's weird. (laughs) What master do you serve?
2: What am I supposed to say? Jesus? (laughs) Such a great line in that movie. He's like, oh, you're from Earth? I'm from where? Wyoming or no? Yeah, Iowa. Iowa.
1: (laughs) No, it's Iowa i don't know uh, illinois i think
2: illinois, maybe illinois. illinois i don't know one of them but he's good <laughs> that's that's earth idiot
1: dude one of my favorite lines i just i'd forgotten about it it was an avengers uh um ultron yeah it, it was when charlie sheen, or Charlie sheen jesus uh was uh Full tony certain. stark yeah <laughs> it was a tony stark is uh is he's in the in the hydro thing and like he's looking for the power source that's okay. right before he goes in, and Scarlet Witch messes with his head. Yeah. And he, he's like, he feels a draft coming from the wall. He goes, Oh, please be secret <laughs> Please. <be> and <laughs> he opens it and
0: he goes, Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Love that.
2: It, there's a subtle part in that right before that scene where he flies in there and all the Hydra guys are there. And he goes, All right, guys.
1: Oh, yeah. We, we need to have a little talk.
2: Right. And they all start shooting at him and then he shoots them all. Oh, yeah. And they go, All right, good talk. He You hear. No, it wasn't. You hear like a guy say, no, it wasn't. That's I, awesome. It's, such, it's, it's little things like that you don't hear the first time you watch it. Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh,
1: so, I, was, I've, I just watched Winter Soldier this morning. Yeah. Uh, my son was at school. My daughter was taking a nap. I was like, well, Winter Soldier's on DVR. I'm watching that. Yeah. That's such a good movie. Yeah, I've watched Infinity War like three times in the past like four days.
2: <laughs> come over and watch it. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah.
1: It really is good. Such uh, a great movie. I <laughs> love he's trying to get Banner to bring out the Hulk. Yeah. Good to have you back, buddy. <laughs> it's just like, hold on. Uh, you're, you're embarrassing, embarrassing me in front of wizards. the wizard.
2: <laughs> so good. So good.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. I also love how Spider-Man's just down to fight no matter what. Yeah. What are we doing? Who are these guys? <laughs> he's starting in the middle of wizard. There's some aliens. They're here to get the wizard. A necklace from a wizard. <laughs> so Although great. there is something not tough about when, when uh, Strange, like... Backs into his fighting stance with those little circles around his fists. Yeah. Does this person speak for you? No, he does
2: not. And like, oh. Yeah, he does that. It's like
1: something like ah, eh, it's kind of. Yeah. It'd be cool if he just kind of like fire turned, came out. of his Turned eyes. his
2: hands up and yeah. then like had something happen. Just it's, it's fire where it was like super chill because you know you look at you look at Doctor Strange and you're like
0: ah. Uh, I don't super think smart, you're super elegant.
2: Yeah. Just be chill. And kick people's asses. Don't, thought, don't try to be tough guy.
1: I thought that suit Stark. What are you, yeah, billionaire philanthropist playboy <laughs> philanthropist?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: some of the funniest lines come from uh, from uh, Scarlett Johansson. You don't realize it. She yeah. says really funny stuff, like kind of like offhanded. It's pretty funny. Yeah. All right, we gotta stop where we talk about Marvel. Yeah, we could get deep, into, deep Marvel into Marvel again. God, <laughs> I should call this podcast Marvel and Other
2: Stuff, <laughs> the Marvel Show, <laughs> Marvel and Others. All
1: right, we did hit sports good though. I feel like uh, we have a little social too. We don't usually talk social stuff. No, no. So But yeah, that's good. Don't be dicks. Good to be back. Good to be back. Good to be back. Don't be dicks. Watch Marvel and um
2: Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Don't, don't be, raise assholes. Don't be exactly <laughs> don't be an asshole.
1: Don't raise assholes. That should be the title of this podcast. <laughs> it should be. All right. <laughs> Bye everybody.
2: Bye.